0: Hey everybody! Welcome hey. to OJ in the Morning. This is Jotham, This is Obi, and we are OJ in the Morning. <laughs> in the Morning. So this is episode ten. Episode so, ten. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is crazy. We got to make it ten episodes. Ten episodes. That's kind of a monument, I guess. You know? You think so? I think so. Like, ten episodes is a no. It's not a lot, but some people don't just, make it to ten yeah it's like it's consistent, you know what I mean <laughs>
1: I mean, except for this week
0: obviously yeah, if, this you're
1: week. if you're listening this week, you're listening to it on Thursday instead of Wednesday, and we apologize for that, mostly on my part um you know life happens, school mm. and tests and essays and all that happens, and you just get busy and work throw work on top of everything and and we just get busy but but we're here. On mm-hmm. Thursday morning instead of Wednesday morning. But next week will be we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, well, regular, regular scheduled <laughs> programming on the Wednesday uh, tip.
0: As I was saying that,
1: I was like, yo, this is kind of hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> kind of have to slow down a little bit, huh? You do. Regular, I, and I regular scheduled program. You you just mess it up again. Regularly scheduled program. Regularly scheduled programming. I didn't I didn't finish the last part of that word. Regularly regularly scheduled program. See, there we go. There yeah, you got it. Good enough. <laughs> but this week, some podcasts be sorry. Some podcasts be yeah. dropping episodes like every couple of days, every few days, or something like that.
0: Yeah, I was following a podcast... You know, like the Joe Rogan Experience. That's one yeah. like, of the most popular podcasts out there. Yeah. But yeah, like every day they drop a podcast and they're like Mm -hmm. all like three hours long wow so i'm I'm, like that's probably like his full-time job though right like that's just what he does
1: all the time it could be yeah because he's also like i think he's an entrepreneur um... though right uh i don't know he he i don't know i don't know too much about (laughs) Joe
0: rogan he calls fights for like the ufc yeah i know i know that but Yeah, I'm not sure, like, what else he does. You know,
1: that's how I knew about Joe Rogan. That's because before anything else, I used to watch UFC a little bit back in the day. And that's how I knew about Joe Rogan. And then once he, like, I think he stopped doing UFC or something like that, started doing other things. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, actually, my first thing, the first thing I saw about Joe Rogan was Fear Factor. Oh, yeah, Yeah, I never used to do that. Fear Factor that that, that show was crazy yeah that was whack that whole show was weird dude (laughs) like they'll be sitting in a tank with bees
0: yeah just like messed up stuff like Mm -hmm. and was was it the same people on every week just kind of like a season no no, I think each episode was
1: a different show or each episode was a different show each uh, (laughs) each, (laughs) each show each episode was a different uh uh crew like cast Okay. Yeah, or contestants. There we go. Contestants.
0: Man, you would have had to pay me like a buck and a half in order for me to do all, go on there, man.
1: <laughs> that would have been nuts. Yeah, man. They would eat like bowls, bowls, balls, bowls, <laughs> balls. Just gross, man.
0: Just weird stuff.
1: I, I think there's one that they let this like tarantula. Crawl on them, something like that. That was weird. I don't know. It's been a long time ago. That's neither here nor there. But
0: Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, everybody. (laughs) But yeah, this week we're talking about something that's pretty intense and can be... Intense. Yeah. It can be um, divisive. Divisive.
1: Yeah. And that is politics politics we're not trying to be divisive at all
0: not trying to be divisive we're just trying, trying to, be, to be truthful and trying to be honest mm-hmm. and yeah just to voice what we think this is the world
1: this is the real real world application right here man real world stuff right here real world, real world stuff that's another hard one, one. Real world, you're tripping over real real your words real world real world stuff
0: real world stuff um, yeah we chose to to talk about this in light of the election next week yeah, the election um i don 't know how bad it is in like, your social circles like if anybody's talking about it or if it 's a big deal. I know like in Canada at least like nobody really t- thinking about it that much, but within like my own household like at night i 'll see like my mom is watching. CNN, and they're talking back and forth, and people are debating and fighting. It's just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And yeah, it, it can come across as really depressing. Um, my personal opinion on like the election this year, it just looks kind of sad that these are the two options you guys have. To Dude, be you know
1: what? president, you know what? Okay, because neither option is. You know what I think about that? What this is actually? Why you know so this is the thing? We have two options basically. Right? I mean, there's like a third party and so on or whatever.
0: Nobody votes for the third party, so least yeah, the Democrats and the Republicans. Yeah,
1: basically, basically, but ba- we, all right. Basically, we just have two options. But you know what I think of all. The people and all the great leaders we have in the world and in this country, they gave us the two worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us the two worst ones to choose from. Nobody, like, I, I just, how? Yeah. Like, to those be two our are pres- and Kanye West. our president. Oh, yeah, and Kanye West. The guy. <laughs> That's a brother. But, like, of all the people, like, these are our options. Like, really? You know? Yeah. Come on.
0: I don't know. It's, it is frustrating. And what's more frustrating is to listen to both of them. Like <laughs> I've, I've seen some of like the debates uh-huh. and just they, like the, the moderator will ask a question mm-hmm. and neither of them will answer the question. They'll <laughs> both just dodge the question and just blame the other person for something. It's like, Oh, th- uh, uh, Biden didn't do this. Or, Oh, Trump didn't do this. Cause he sucks. It's just like, like, are you guys gonna answer the question? Are you guys gonna talk about the issue, or are you just gonna blame the other person? Man, it's all a blame game. It is. It's like, like a nothing gets contest. done when you
1: get nothing gets done when you just blaming people. Like you gotta assume responsibility, man.
0: Yeah, it's. I think the problem what I like noticed. I, I forget how I have heard someone say this. I forget who it was, but it was along the lines of both of these guys are great at pointing out. Why you shouldn't vote for the other person, but neither of them are getting, giving good reasons as to why you should vote for them. Mm. You know, it's just like, this is why this person sucks, but I'm not giving you any reasons why I'm any better, you know? And it can just be like really confusing because I think, at least in the church in America, it's very like I don't know I I've, I have a hard time trying to articulate this thought, mm-hmm. but they wrap their faith in with their politics, yeah, a lot. And you know, you see like bumper stickers like "Oh, Jesus was a Republican," or you know,
1: <laughs> and you
0: have people <laughs> freaking out and saying stuff is like what? you know, oh, you can't you can't say you love Jesus if you don't. Uh, vote for Democrats because Jesus would have voted Democrat and it's just like what? you don't know who Jesus would have voted and besides Jesus didn't care about politics.
1: Jesus did not care. Like he was out every... say he was out here saying like he was out say here saying to like doesn't matter what I can't remember. Gives to Caesar, what belongs to Caesar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no not yeah, that he... One. like he was oh. like neither here nor there, but he was like about the kingdom, you know? Yes, exactly.
0: Like <laughs> His perspective should be our perspective, mm-hmm. right? We should align our lives with Jesus one hundred percent of the time. Uh-huh. And so many times, people try to trap Jesus into making political statements and into yeah. choosing a side politically because the Jewish mindset, when they were expecting the Messiah, they were expecting a political leader to to lead them in a fight against the Romans who mm-hmm. were occupying Israel. Yep. And Jesus came; he's the Messiah, but that's not at all what he was there for. Yeah, he, was he was not
1: there. Like he didn't come to do
0: what they thought he came to do. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't about an earthly kingdom. He was about the heavenly kingdom. Yeah. And I think we need to get back to that mindset of what we're living for and what we're like, what's actually important to us. Like we're like, there are scriptures in the Bible that kind of speak to the point of like, we are citizens of heaven more than we are citizens of earth. Mm-hmm. So more than you're a citizen of, an, of of America, more than I'm a citizen of Canada, we're citizens of heaven, and therefore our allegiance is not to any political party, but it's to God and to God alone. Mm-hmm. And I just, I get so frustrated sometimes mm-hmm. when I hear Christians, like, associate their faith with a political party, and claim that oh you can't be a believer and vote for this you know i think there are important issues to vote on Mm -hmm. um and i think there are things you can vote on that would kind of go against the christian belief system like i think it would be pretty wrong to vote that abortion is okay and to Pass mm-hmm. more laws, fle- freeing that up and letting that become more and more um, accepted and available. I think that I think it's a more complicated issue and I think I have a hard time fully understanding it. But I, it, the, the base of the issue is that it's killing an unborn child in the womb, the most vulnerable and defenseless mm-hmm. person among us. And yet we are pushing for it to be okay to kill that defenseless child in the womb. Because it's inconvenient. Yeah. And that should not be okay at mm-hmm. all by any standard. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of besides the point, but it's just, I think there's still a responsibility, even though we don't pledge allegiance to a political party. Yeah.
1: I think it, we, yeah, go ahead. What Were you going to finish that thought? Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you finish that thought. <laughs> I'll let you finish tired. I know you're, you're tired. tired. I've had a long week, man. It's been a long it's week. It's been a year. long week. Though. And it's only Wednesday. Keep in mind. <laughs> We're only halfway through. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, we don't, even though we don't pledge a, an allegiance to a political party or politics in general, we still have the ability and the privilege and the right to vote. And it's a responsibility as well. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say we have a responsibility to vote. We have a responsibility to let our voices be heard and to be the change we want to see. If we don't like something that's happening, change happens, unfortunately, through lawmaking, through politics, and through that process, and through government. So you, you, cre- you do create change through your vote. So if you're voting for something, you're allowing that to thrive
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's a double-edged sword when it comes to politics because like i think either party you're voting for you're getting good and you're getting bad right but yeah go ahead go ahead with your thought
1: um so i was gonna say like you were talking about aligning like you were saying talking about how we aligned basically or how you couldn't see a christian voting for pro pro choice, right? Abortion laws and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so on. And there may be other other factors or other things that maybe how could a, a Christian vote for? But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Like you were talking about aligning yourself with the political party, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense. Like my I'm thinking, okay, let's align ourselves with with the kingdom of heaven. Like Jesus was here, not choosing sides, but choosing I guess, the kingdom of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. And so my whole thing with fun this is actually the first year I get to vote. So- oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my first year. I'm an hey. adult. But, um, <laughs> so this is the first year I actually get to vote. And my whole process is, okay, I'm a Christian. I believe in the Bible. I believe in the Bible principles, right? Mm. And as a Christian, I have value in those principles and uh, b- based on off- Based off those pr- principle, principles of the Bible, I have values, right? Mm. And so my my thought is going into or thinking about voting or going into a voting booth or whatever it is, um, is, okay, what, what party is going to align with those biblical principles or biblical truths more? Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day... Um, at the end of the day there's there's good and bad and there's on either side and you know you can you can make an argument for either one or you can mm. whatever but even though or maybe some parties say they preach something right but they don't actually like necessarily live it out yeah um and we know who the president's are or the presidential candidates are um mm. like Trump, Biden, you know, Trump claims he's a Christian um mm. there's how much of a Christian, I don't know, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, like the biblical values that they stand for, like the, I, I'm very much in full belief of, of the leadership in our, in our country. Like the leaders have influence in our country, right? Yeah. The leadership influence. So if we have a, um, whoever is in, who's, whoever's in, leadership who's in leading our country right whoever is like at the head you know of our country mm. uh is going to influence the whole rest of the nation yeah right from from the top down right from you know the, the president down to the the government to the you know state uh on the statewide county whatever mm. and, and so mm. on the right? <laughs> uh yeah the, President or whoever's in office is going to influence the rest of the nation, right? And mm-hmm. so, I think if we want a more godly nation, I would I would say um, we would vote for the candidate who has more godly values, right? Um, yeah. That is my my personal take yeah. on that. Like that's that's my mindset when I when I am thinking about voting. Is okay who Uh, which candidate, you know, goes along or believes more in like the prince, like in biblical principles, you know? Yeah. Biblical value.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's the right way to vote. Um, and I think I just have a problem with. I'm not saying you're doing this. I know you're not. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of Christians, at least they put their faith in a politician mm-hmm. and they put their faith in government to create change, they put their faith in the president to to do something yeah when in reality, that faith and that hope needs to be in Christ in Christ alone exactly mm-hmm. and I think we i 've noticed this in that Christians have made the the mistake, not all Christians, but some that i 've seen. Mm-hmm have put their faith say like in Trump. And like they believe that Trump is like God's chosen one and all that stuff, which is really weird to me, but they when they associated Trump with being like God's chosen one and like, you know, Trump is God's choice for president and all that stuff. And I and I do believe that the Bible does say that yeah, God sets up leaders and tears them down and you know, everything is in God's hands and I think God is sovereign over whoever's in office and whatever. Uh-huh. Um but I think that when you kind of immediately associate a politician with being like, like the Messiah, almost, uh-huh. you can never see where that person is wrong. You'll always defend them whether or not yeah. they're in the right or in the wrong. Yeah. So there's been things that Trump has done that has kind of been wrong. Like things he said, you know, yeah. things that have happened
1: mm-hmm.
0: and people will refuse to, acknowledge that hey maybe he's not the greatest person in the world mm-hmm. and maybe he could have done something different could have done something better mm-hmm. and i think that's where so many arguments break out is that so many people are unwilling to to yield they're so unwilling to admit hey maybe this was wrong mm-hmm. on both sides and i think at least in america like nowadays it's like the most polarizing politically that has been in a while.
1: Yeah, I know. You know.
0: I don't want to say it's the most politically polarizing it's ever been cuz you guys literally had a civil war.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not only just be it's not only just, you know, the candidates or the presidential mm. debate or the presidential, you know, the campaign, everything like that. It's not only that. It's like the whole like social, civil, you know, uh, the whole country. <laughs> the whole country. Like, it's everything, you know? Yeah. Even like, uh, even the pandemic. Um, oh, everything's politicized. Everything. Everything becomes a political issue. Like, everything oh now gosh. a political issue. And so everything takes into effect. Like, what are they going to do uh, about Black Lives Matter? Should we do anything about Black Lives Matter? Are mm. we going to do anything about, what about the coronavirus pandemic? What about um, you know, the economy? All this kind of stuff. And it's like, it, everything's been taken into account this year. Mm. And I think, like you said, it's been the most polarizing, most divisive presidential we've had, presidential debate we've had. Um, I mean, I've only lived through a few, but (laughs) like this is this year is crazy because I'm starting to, you know, like I said, this is my first time being able to vote and kind of actually like thinking about, okay, I need to actually care about this, you know, and actually pay attention and listen, and be informed, right? Yeah. Because um, before I couldn't vote, I couldn't, you know, my say didn't really have a, I didn't really have a say in anything, you know? But now it's like, okay, this is real to me now, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've been starting to like look into it and, and this is crazy, bro. Uh, so many things are going on in the country and in the world right now. Yeah. Um, Not even just in our country, like I said, in the world, like, yeah, like there's so many things, like even... <laughs> Like, even uh, other countries are waiting and like expecting on our, on our, like on election day, you know, to see who's going to be president. You know, other countries are going to be affected by this and have their things to say about this. And there's just a whole, a whole deal. Like, this is super important, obviously. America is one of the, you know, superpowers, I guess, of the world, right? Superpower countries. Yeah. And it's just like, they have so much influence on the whole rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a, it's just a whole,
0: it's huge. Yeah. Anything American kind of gets pumped throughout the entire world. Cause mm-hmm. like, I think that America kind of is like, I don't want to say it's the center of the world cause it's, it's not, but like you think all the majority of entertainment comes from America. The majority of like music comes from America in terms of like the ones that are like, worldwide popular kind yeah. of thing. It's always American kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the American influence is huge. Yeah. And therefore, the, pol- the political, you know, issues and the, pol- the politics in general are going to be a worldwide mm-hmm. topic and thing that people are going to want to talk about. But man, like, since it's like your first time voting, like, what have you noticed like among your peers, do you feel like you know what I've noticed? Mm.
1: And this is something that makes me just mad. And I'm gonna be mm. honest it it makes me mad. Mm. There's some people here that it, it just angers me. You know, like people like give people the freedom. Like we have the freedom to vote for whoever we want, right? Yeah, absolutely, and and that's our right. That's our right as, as Americans to vote who we want to vote for, you know? Mm. I think every year, like, a certain amount of people vote for, like, some kind of animal. I can't remember what. Like, there's actually, like, an animal that people vote for. Anyway. People an can animal. vote Yeah, I, I, I remember I was in, like, my uh, uh, history class or something like that. And there's it was around the time of election. And there was, like, some animal or character cartoon something like that that always got a certain amount of votes anyway okay <laughs> with that being said people can vote whoever they want for right mm. but what i don't like and what i've seen and it just makes me mad is people giving other people and i'm just gonna say it people giving other people crap for
0: mm-hmm. voting
1: for who they voted for or voting for who they want to vote for yeah like okay i understand you know and it's understandable that I mean, you don't agree, or that you want to vote for someone else. Yeah, but don't don't be giving people a hard time, or or making them feel inferior because they didn't vote for who you mm-hmm. wanted to vote for, or who you yeah. voted for. Like that, just I've seen it, and I hear that that kind of thing is happening in my realm. Yeah, and obviously, and I you go on look like social media, and that's happening all around the. A country oh dude oh yeah and it's just like man like can't we just can't we just vote with our freedom that we were given you know
0: yeah can we just agree to disagree, disagree sometimes we, yeah
1: can people can you just turn the other cheek you know yeah it's like,
0: <laughs> it's i think this is at least my perspective and at least what i've noticed mm-hmm. it looks like a lot of people have had their identity wrapped up in their political views mm-hmm And if you vote against their political view, you're voting against their identity. Mm. And when your identity gets challenged, it can create a lot of emotional responses, Mm -hmm. mostly like anger, frustration, and stuff like that. And also, I think this is one of the first times in at least American history where (laughs) the political parties and those who align with those political parties view political party opposing them as dangerous
1: Mm.
0: you know the republicans view democrats as dangerous and the democrats view republicans as dangerous so it's not even like oh we're political parties that just see different sides of an issue or disagree on certain things it's like no that political party is going to be like the downfall of america and both those parties think that about the other party. And It's just like, how did we get here to the point that we are so volatile and angry at somebody who disagrees with us? And I, I, don't, I don't know how to trace it back to like, wh- where did this come from? And because I think that when these political parties were formed... I don't know when it happened. I'm not that well-versed in politics and and history and stuff like that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I think that when both of these political parties were formed, like, there was a reason behind why there are two political parties, two main ones, at least. There are reasons why. And so Mm -hmm. we have to think, okay, why were there two? Why isn't there just one political party? And it's like, we just vote within the political party. Why is it that there are two? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think it's because they're supposed to offer different perspectives Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and we've talked about it before and like i think when we talked about friendship and why it's important to have people who kind of think differently than you is so that they can kind of partner with each other to see different sides of an issue so they can better address the issue and to better deal with the problems that they're seeing Mm -hmm. and so we have these two political parties that are the main ones at least right and i think we've lost the opportunity. To instead of going against each other, to partner with partner each other, partner with
1: them, and to that's see, good, yeah,
0: and that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> is it's like, like, why aren't we then seeing? Okay, you see this side of an issue, I, I see, see my side. side. Uh-huh. How can we align with each other? How can we partner together to deal with it?
1: Mm-hmm. How can
0: we partner together to create a solution to these problems that we're seeing? Uh-huh. Instead of my party or it's your party. It's like the new saying,
1: stimulus check that's coming up. Yeah. They've been holding meetings about stimulus check and they just can't come to an agreement, man. <laughs>
0: it's just like, why can't we just agree on something? Why
1: can't we just agree and on I, something?
0: <laughs> I know things are, are complicated and, and I'm putting it in a very simple way, but I think that we've lost the idea of teamwork mm-hmm. among political differences. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're no longer aligning to like, I think both political parties have the same goal in mind, which is to create a better America, Mm -hmm. to move America forward, or in my case, to move Canada forward, to see change happen in a good way, to see progress, you know, in every sense of the word. Mm
1: -hmm. And I
0: think where we've gone wrong is that it's no longer about partnering with each other, but it's about now, like, how can we how can my party like just take over? How can my party be the main voice? How can my party be the mm-hmm. main party instead of how can we partner with? It's like, it's more of a selfish thing than it is a selfless thing. Now I think, cause if you are a politician, you are a public servant. You are there to serve the public. Yeah. Not serve yourself, not serve your yeah. own personal interests, Yeah, which is what I think politics has become now is it's become, how can I, gain more power, how can I gain yeah. more influence and, and, rather than Yeah, go ahead.
1: And you know what? Because I know you I know you know this story too. Um and and our professor says it all the time, right? Mm. Uh when the um I forgot his name, the king. You'll know which king it is in the Bible where he just became king and he took over and then like he he, he was thinking about what he would should do with the tax? Remember, I mm, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I forget his name. And so they, the, his consultants told him, if you serve the people, they will serve you. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep, yep. Um, but basically, there's this king in the Old Testament where, who just took over that the king before him was taxing him really high, and and so they're they're trying to basically. He was—he just became king, so he was trying to figure out a plan for the people. And so, his consultants told told him, "If you serve the people, they'll serve you." And then his friends told him, like his buddies or whatever, they're like, "Hey, you're the king. You gotta put your foot to the ground and show that you're the king, and whatever." So he stand, yeah. he taxed them even more, and it just created the split. It just created the split in the in the kingdom. Um, that's when they split, and they split into two. Um, but it just goes to like, so like, like we, we our leaders and people, uh, who lead can get very, like, you can get really selfish, you know, mm-hmm. And instead of like, I want to serve the people that you get a more of like, uh, how, you know, it's more of a, of a me and what I want rather than, okay, let's serve the people and let's listen to what the people want and give them what the people want. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's really divisive. Also, I heard another thing. I was just, I was listening to the sermon the other day and he kind of ended it with like, how are we going to be people of God and how are we going to be real? Like leaders even is like, um, instead of going in, like just go in with the mindset of how can I help, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can become a great leader. Just ask by just asking, how can I help? exactly like what can i do for you you know and that's mm. what we're missing <laughs> that's what we're missing it's man. like instead of pe- leaders that just want to help we get Peter- leaders that just want to be right yeah dude for real and it's like no one like it's uh, uh, a professor says this a lot too i can't remember the quote um but I think you'll you'll get the quote if if I kind of break it down. It's about something like, um, it's so much better when no one gets the credit or something like that. Anyway, it's more of just like uh uh, you just want to be right and you want to get the credit and you want to, rather than like, hey, but we're just gonna work together and we're just gonna, yeah. you know, we're just gonna serve the people, right? Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Man. Your... I can't
1: remember. I can't remember <laughs> anything.
0: I get the gist of what you're trying to say, which is yeah. kind of like so many people are just doing things to get their name known, to become popular, or like to have more power, more influence, and to be like the main guy rather than being unknown but getting the job done mm-hmm. and getting things done well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's true in a lot of areas of life, in which people it's so it's so easy to want recognition and to want uh, the credit and credentials and stuff like that, rather than being the person who's willing to work in the background and not be known, not be seen, but still make an impact and make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we all just need to thrive to be, Mm -hmm. we need to strive, sorry, to be the people who are willing to be unknown, but still making a difference. And I think that's, I think when we are, at our most humble and our most selfless is when God can use us the most mm-hmm. is when we're the most is like indifferent towards ourselves. We're just kind of like, I don't care if I get known. I don't care if I get credit as long as God's being glorified, as long as God's getting credit for something, yes. you know, mm-hmm. my favorite verse in the Bible, my favorite verse in the Bible is John, John three verse 30. Mm. Um, it's the apostle it's, it's John the Baptist talking. Mm-hmm. And, like, his disciples were coming up to him were like, hey, like, this Jesus guy is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, taking all our followers and, like, people are now following him. And John the Baptist was literally just kind of like, well, he is the Messiah. He's the Messiah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> what he says is, just, like, it hits me every time. It's just, like, he must become greater, greater and greater and I must become less and less. Mm-hmm. And that needs to become our hearts. Is this like, I just want God to become greater and greater. greater. And I just want to become less and less. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's, that's just to be our hearts. And when it comes to politics, when it comes to who you guys are going to be voting for, um, vote wisely. Mm-hmm. Do your homework. Get, understand, like, who you're voting for, what you're voting for, what's going to be put in place with that vote. Yeah. But also understand that no matter who is put in office, there is still only one king. And there's on. only one throne that matters, Come on. and that's the throne of Jesus, and He's King over everything. He's sovereign over every politician, over every government, and that's who we bow our knee to, and that's who we that's who we serve. Yep, more than we serve a politician mm-hmm. or a government. Mm-hmm. So, love your brothers and sisters. If someone you know <laughs> is voting for someone you don't necessarily like. Choose to love them. Choose to love, regardless. Yeah, choose to love. Stop with the division. Don't don't continue the problem. Let's stop it and let's be accepting. Let's be loving. Let's practice what we preach. For
1: mm-hmm. once,
0: come on. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good way to. And also to end the episode.
1: Do do vote. Do vote. Do
0: vote. Please yeah. vote. <laughs> yeah. Use use this privilege that you guys have. Come on to vote. Please vote. But, yeah. Anything
1: else you want to say? That's it for me, man. That's it for me as well.
0: So, thank you guys so much for listening to episode 10 of OJ in the Morning. We are signing off, and we will see you guys next time.